Hello, and welcome to Prairie Grove Homestead. This is Kim Wagner. So glad that you could join me on this very rainy Friday morning. Well, I guess it's Friday afternoon now. I don't know where the day went, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but here in Southeast Saskatchewan, it is raining and kind of started yesterday at some time. We had some severe storms in our province and then it's just been continuing to rain. So um, the rain has been helpful in some areas that were quite dry. And then I know there's some areas that are just about <laughs> besides themselves with um, the amount of rain that we've had and I feel for them because the crops are just starting to come up and I know in some areas they've received you know six and seven inches of rain already some people saw kids canoeing and kayaking down the main street of their town so it's it's pretty severe I know that there's a lot of severe weather all over the country and down in the states as well as I talk to my family and hear about that and so it's it's just been you know, it's been a crazy start to summer, which isn't unusual, but it kind of seems to take us by surprise each year. So just hang in there. I hope you're doing okay. And we're doing fine. It's just really wet. And so I did a few chores this morning and then came in. Couldn't really do much else outside. It's just so wet. And I had to run and get some feed and took Bo with me. He's our German Shepherd. He doesn't come with us all the time for rides, but I thought, oh, it's kind of rainy and he's probably bored too. <laughs> so he came for a ride. Such a good boy. So yeah, I went and got feed. I actually got pig starter because um, it is time to pick up our pigs and they're being um, separated from their mom tomorrow. They're a couple weeks earlier than what we were told they would be ready, but we're not complaining because we're ex we're just so excited. And um, the, the mother pig, the sow, she just couldn't handle. I guess she had 17 and then a couple died, but she's just having a hard time feeding them all. <laughs> so we are going to pick those up tomorrow. We are getting four this year. Last year we bought two pigs and it was great we shared a lot of the meat with our family and we had we had a bit we did run out mm, probably late winter and so we just kind of calculated decided to get four this year and two will be for us and um, then one is for our sons-in-law and then one is for another family member so each year I think we'll gradually increase and kind of tossing around the idea of even maybe going you know into pigs at some point and breeding them ourselves um, because at some point you invest money in buying the pigs but at some point then there's a decision to be made right like am I is it more economical is it better to just buy the pigs as I need them each year or to buy a boar and the female pig and just start producing our own. So we'll see. We're not quite at that point yet, but a few things have come up in the last couple days that really made me question that and throw the idea out to Clarence. So I always have all these ideas and these opportunities and and so poor Clarence, I, I throw a lot at him. <laughs> and um, and create a lot more work I think but you know a lot of the ideas I think are are good and can pay off in the long run so do any of you have pigs or hogs I would love to to know about that you know you can always email us at prairie grove homestead um or kim at prairie grove homestead 
com and just let us know um, where you're from and and if you are farming, um, homesteading, hobby farming, whatever you call it, whatever you do, we, t- we are definitely interested. And or even if it's just a dream right now, that's that's how we started. And we actually started this dream a long time ago. For those of you have, who have just tuned in, um, you know, we started when we first got married, shortly after we were married, we started on a small acreage and loved it. And we actually, we have four daughters and they were all born around that time. And then my husband switched careers. And so we moved away from, from that lifestyle, but always loved it, always read things about it and missed it in some way, but just knew the timing wasn't right. Now here we are at the end of raising our kids. And, <laughs> and so it's kind of funny how things work out. And it's just been, it's just been really neat, all the things we've been learning and the people that we've um, been blessed to get to know. So I haven't been on here for a long time. You all know, if you've listened for any amount of time, how hard it is to get Clarence on. And he's just so busy. And he actually took a different position slash promotion with his, with his <laughs> um, Monday to Friday job, if you want to call it that, his career. And, and so he has a lot more responsibility there as he's preparing in the next five to six years to possibly retire. And so always with the goal, you know, as he retires, that we'll both be able to work full time from our farm and, and be able to provide what we need and for others and not have to depend so much on an outside income. But we all know how real life is sometimes that it has to be that way. And so anyway, we're still both working. And so it's just hard to hop on sometimes and fill you in on everything. But I, I love to do it. I love to hear your questions. Sometimes people will see me and I won't know who they are, but apparently they've heard a podcast or or, or followed us on Instagram and um, say they're just really interested. It just is kind of neat and soothing and relaxing to listen what we're up to. And it's so cool. I'll continue to do it as long as uh, as you all enjoy it. And really, it you know, it is... it. It started off kind of like a journal for our kids, and I know I've said that before. Our kids and our grandkids and our family, my family from the States, it's it really started um, to document and journal our experience and journey with them. So um, I'm glad that you've all hopped on board, those that are enjoying this, and yeah, I'm glad that you're here. So Clarence is at work today. Like I said, I ran some errands. I got some pig starter. So they'll be really tiny yet when we get them tomorrow. And they'll be on some starter. They eat a lot of grass as well. And so we do supplement with some grain. They grow really fast. And um, and they're just really neat to watch as they grow. And like most things, they're really, really, really super cute when they're small. And sometimes can be a little more intimidating as they become larger animals. <laughs> and... Um, but we are almost starting two to three weeks later than what we did last year. And so uh, our butcher date will be later in the fall as well, which we hadn't really planned on, but that's just how it worked out. And so I think we butchered in September last year. It will definitely be into October, beginning of November before we butcher this year. So we're up for that and it should be another great experience so there's been so many the one bad thing about me not hopping on here consistently every week is that then there's so many things that have happened (laughs) I don't know where to start and so 
I'll just um, kind of share what we've been up to and and try to get better at organizing, having it, you know, just more organized and <laughs> so that it's just not rambling. And uh, I know some of you don't mind just the chit chat, but some of you just kind of want more specific, uh, you know, specific information. So I'll try to accommodate both. <laughs> but for today, I just wanted to highlight. So like I mentioned, we're getting our pigs. We um, we have been working on, so we started with a simple trampoline frame a year ago and built that out into a chicken coop for our butcher hens. So right now they're chicks and they're still in the barn in an enclosed, and I've shared that on Instagram if any of you want to go there and check out the pictures. Um, we made kind of like a little, a coop looks like a little bedroom <laughs> for the for all the chicks to keep them safe and warm and to start them on <clears throat> on their starter feed within the next few days they'll likely be ready if the if the weather cooperates they'll be ready to go into this new bigger coop that we made out of a trampoline Clarence did an amazing job this year kind of revamping it and making it more safe from predators we didn't lose any last year which was amazing so thankful for that and I know it happens all the time and I know it will probably happen sooner or later kind of dreading that but so we do the best we can and we kind of look at design ideas from other people and um, talk to people about what works and what doesn't work and so I will post more pictures on Instagram and you know what he did but it, it looks amazing and it's definitely more um it's sturdy. We can't lift it just the two of us anymore and slide it from one green, you know, patch to the next. He's actually putting slides or ski type things underneath. And so then we'll have to use the tractor, our small garden tractor to pull it. That's how heavy it is, but it should last for quite a while. Um, not just this year, but hopefully for the next few years, at least we have the, the 40 butcher hens that will be in and I shouldn't say that they're hens. They're not, there's a mixture. And so, but the, the, you know, 40 butcher chickens will be in there safe and sound hopefully and then we'll keep our new lane hens in the barn for now sometimes they free range and when we're able to kind of keep an eye on them and um, you know be around and then there's sometimes right now when they're so little we definitely wouldn't let them be out on their own quite yet so that was one major project we've been working on and Clarence did such an amazing job I just I can't get over he's so skilled and so talented and he you know, I can throw out an idea and he just he just knows how to make it happen and he just does such a great job and it always turns out so much better than I ever could have imagined. So um, yeah, love that guy. <laughs> so that was one thing that we kind of had to get ready for our, for our butcher chickens and let's see what else. And then to get ready for the pigs to come, we have a couple of things to do tonight when Clarence gets home from work. I hope the rain kind of lights up a bit just to get that ready. Like I said, we weren't expecting the pigs to be ready for a couple of weeks, so we need to kind of hustle a little bit. We have the the Christmas trees that we are ordering this year. They're all in and um, we've been watering them each week except this past week and a half we've had enough rain that we haven't had to water we go out there occasionally and and weed just around 
um, right around the tree. Otherwise, um, they're kind of in, if any of, again, back to, <laughs> I keep referring to Instagram because right now that's primarily where we keep our pictures and videos. Um, we have a Facebook page as well, but they, not quite as many videos. And we're kind of experimenting now with YouTube. And so I haven't done much. I've downloaded a few videos, but they're not really... It's not really how I want it yet. I just, I didn't know anything about starting the channel on YouTube. So I started kind of just shuffling some things over there and hopefully I can get into a groove where I know enough what to do to kind of organize things better. So you can check out some videos and pictures on, on any of those formats. But so between each of the rows of trees are patches of grass that, and or mulch that you know, we'll keep the weeds, some of the weeds down. They're doing great. Um, a few weeks ago, well, it's probably longer than that now. I haven't been on for quite a while. Over a month ago, I would think, we got our four beehives and they're doing great. Clarence, you know, because he's familiar with beekeeping and he's been on top of it, he's been fixing things that need to be fixed. We, we got them from another person who did things a little bit differently than what Clarence was used to. So we're kind of adapting things to how Clarence um, thinks they should be. And we should have honey coming in. There is, I guess, a little bit of honey in one of the hives already, which is a good sign. And by the end of July, Clarence informs me that we will have a lot of honey. I actually went and found a company um, in Saskatchewan that I could order supplies such as... Um, some pails and stuff so when the honey's ready we have somewhere to to put the honey i ordered about 50 pails well not pails but 500 gram and one kilogram um, containers for the honey and clarence reassured me that i would need more than that <laughs> a lot more and and to maybe get a few bigger containers as well so i need to go and and order some more supplies for that very excited we're actually converting a corner of our shop into a honey house per se it's just a small corner but there'll be a loft area and then to put extra supplies etc and then under that a room where um, clarence can extract the honey and we can scrape boxes or whatever and kind of keep it contained and the conditions right not have the cat <laughs> in there things like that it needs to be sanitary and safe and in a good spot so that's what he's also working on and then just cleaning up a few extra fridges and um, freezer thing like that to to have ready because apparently we're gonna have lots of honey and I'd love to share that with you if you're close enough let me know if you live close enough to to try our honey this year so many good crops have been planted around us. We have canola and we grew some clover, but there's also a alfalfa field and clover the farmers have planted around us. So the bees have a lot to choose from and it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. Excited about that as well. Our garden is doing great. We Those that have been around a while, you'll remember us saying that we went to garden boxes this year. So we have eight garden boxes and they're doing fantastic they're just starting to really blossom now really really to grow this rain has helped and then we have heat it's been quite warm too so it's been perfect um, growing conditions in those boxes and so I'll take some more pictures and post them as well we planted one section of our garden into clover and millet and that will be 
um, as a bee pollinator and also for our birds. And so it kind of just helps with the whole permaculture idea and just using the land the best that you know that it works um, for us and that we can care for it and that it works the best that it can without fighting against it right and so that's kind of what we're learning we have so much learning to do in that <laughs> we're newbies there and and so some of you are, are maybe you know very knowledgeable in everything permaculture we're just learning but we're excited and it's just with again with this rain it's starting to come up we can actually see it poking out now and so we're happy to see that we have a we have one cat that lives on our yard and someone kind of um, gave it to us they asked us if we needed a cat for mouse a mouse cat and we did most yards do and so that's all been good in the winter we noticed that it was it's a male cat it's not fixed um, we noticed that he was peeing on stuff in the shop and it had a bad smell and so that's too bad. It's a nice tempered cat and everything. So um, now that it's summer, it doesn't smell in there anymore. The cat's outside more. And he comes to the house. He's very friendly. I had to kind of clean him up a bit. Definitely looked pretty rough. And I had to kind of cut off some matted hair and things. He was really easy to work with and stuff. But I just, as I'm sitting here talking to you today, he's outside my window, <laughs> the kitchen window meowing. And once in a while, I treat him to some milk. <laughs> and I've been known to, to give him a can of tuna once in a while. <laughs> so um, I'm sure he's not going anywhere, but I don't want him in the house, but I can hear him. So that's kind of, you know, what we've been up to the last month or so. And it's been very busy. We do most of this work on days after we get home from work and on weekends. And it's just, it's been really fun. It's been, it's hard work. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard, but we just, so far, it's just been, even in the challenge and the learning and even the fatigue, even the physical fatigue, it's just been so rewarding and we've just really enjoyed it. And, you know, we have, we'll have more than enough for ourselves and to share with, um, you know, the people that we know around us. We're slowly starting to get more, to get to know more and more of our neighbors and utilize different resources. Um, we got some meat, some beef the other day. I looked into different um, cattle farmers around the area and found found one that was close to us that um, they butcher all their own beef. And so we, we ordered some beef and have that in the freezer. And so really excited. We're I'm trying to just slowly get things ready. I know it sounds funny because it's only, well, it's almost July, but you know, as we go into winter, um, you know, it sounds far away, but it's not. Time goes so fast. And so just to kind of have some of those things stored. And so our chickens and our pork, they'll provide a huge amount of what we need as far as our own meat. One day the goal is that we produce all of our own meat. We're not quite there yet, but the beef is really good to have also, you know, and so we'll have um, that ready in the freezer and it it looks amazing we actually tried one of their beef burgers the other day and it was so good so juicy and it was just I don't know how to explain it but you know sometimes if you buy a burger at the store or whatever or a hamburger at the store sometimes it's just by the time you're done cooking it there's not much left but this patty was you know it was formed already and whatever and when I cooked them up I only made two which was good 
Clarence had his and I had mine. They were large portion. And, and when you cut it, like it was meat, <laughs> you know, like it was, it was all meat and very filling and just had such a great flavor. So we're just really excited for that new connection that we have. I think it would be really neat as I get to know people to even to, you know, do a quick podcast interview with them because I'm just fascinated with everybody's story and why they do what they do and how long they've been doing it. And uh, and it's just really neat to, to hear people's stories. Well, I just wanted to hop on and fill you in on all of those exciting details of our life right now on Prairie Grove Homestead. We, for those of you who might not be aware, we also have a campsite located on our property and we got our first booking just a couple days ago so excited for the long weekend in July and just another way that we can use the space that we love so much and share it with someone else who thinks it's all you know who also thinks it's just exciting and so neat to be here and um, just use the land in a great in a great way that's useful to both us and them and even that whole idea also about revenue generating revenue right so it's not about like get rich quick kind of thing don't really have an interest in that but definitely want to be able to sustain this property and you know life there are bills and and there's expense to to growing a farm or an acreage or homestead and maintaining you know that lifestyle as well so if we can generate some of that income from resources off of our property that's amazing i think i think it's a positive thing so if you want to look us up go to hipcamp.com look up carlisle saskatchewan and scroll down and look for prairie grove homestead you'll probably see our listing there and if you're in the area or ever come to southeast saskatchewan definitely book in and come stay there and then we can chat (laughs) we can show you around and um, and learn from you too I hope that everyone is doing great it was so nice catching up with you I'm just here sipping my tea looking out my window my my rain stained (laughs) window and need to get on with my day but I just wanted to catch up with all of you thank you so much for your time and for joining me And I will be back soon. I'm working on a more organized schedule of what I talk about when. I'm thinking about adding a a homestead kitchen segment as well for those that will be interested. And just kind of setting it up in a more organized fashion. If you like just the updates, um, that's great too. I'm sure there'll be times when I do that just because sometimes it gets too long in between podcasts and I don't want to lose touch with you I definitely want to keep sharing what's going on but if you have any ideas shoot me an email again at kim at prairiegrovehomestead.com we'd love to hear from you but have a fabulous rest of your June we're going to be selling celebrating our independence day again both Canada and the U.S. have a great long weekend and we'll be back to visit with you again soon take care everybody bye-bye